Are you ready? Are you ready? For a podcast hosted by George T. Who the hell are you? I am the movie geek. Who are you? I am the movie geek. You are such a geek. (laughs) Thank you. And now, on with the show. It's time! It's showtime. It's showtime. Jason Statham for Meg 2, and John Voight for Mercy. Again, I have Worst Actress, Megan Fox for Johnny and Clyde, Salma Hayek for Magic Mike, The Last Dance, Jennifer Lopez in The Mother, Helen Mirren for Shazam, Fire of the Gods, and Anna Diamas for Ghosted. Worst Supporting Actress, Kim Cattrall in About My Father, Megan Fox, Expendables 4, Bay Ling for Johnny and Clyde, Mary Stuth. Stuart Masterson for Five Nights at Freddy's, and Lucy Lee for Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Worst Supporting Actor, Michael Douglas in Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantum Mania. Same with Bill Murray for that movie. Mel Gibson for Confidential Informant, Franco Nero for Pope's Exorcist, and Sly Stallone Expendables 4. And then the Worst Directors, Race Frank, Waterford for Winnie the Pooh, David Gardner Green for The Exorcist Believer, Peyton Reed for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Scott Wall for Expendables 4, and Ben Wheatley, Meg 2. So again, those are some of the major categories of the Razzies, and we will get to my predictions in another show. All right, so we got through the Razzies. Now we're going to do the Oscars. So the big category, obviously, the best picture of the year. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Those are your best picture nominees. I have my favorite, and again, I will 
hold that off till the preview show. All right, so best actor, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustoon, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, uh, Calvin Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Best actress, Annette Benning for Nyad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Haller for Anatomy of the Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, Emma Stone for Poor Things. Best Supporting Actor, Sterling Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro for Killer of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, Ryan Goslin in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Best Supporting Actress, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, America Ferrara for Barbie, Jodie Foster for Nyad, and Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Pretty strong category. Best Director. We have Martin Scorsese for Killer of the Flower Moon, Justin Triet for Anatomy of a Fall, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yargis Lithomus, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Poor Things, and Jonathan Geller for Zone of Interest. Animated feature film, The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nine Moran, uh, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spideyverse. Uh, also, there are some other categories which we won't go through right now. Uh, we will go through the rest in the next podcast. I must say that I have not seen all of the best pictures. I am working on doing that, so I won't have the best idea, but I do have a favorite in mind. I think you all know which one it is, so we will see if that changes after I see all of the film. Uh, Again, all the categories are very subjective, and I think for the most part, they got everything right. However, I do understand the snubs and why people are upset, so let's start with the big one is Barbie. Barbie, again, kind of getting shut out of a lot of things, especially with not getting a Best Actress Award nominee or a Best Director. If you're going to put a movie in the Best Picture category, you would think that you would at least have a Best Director. Uh, I think it does have one for Best Screenplay, but you would put Ryan Goslin in as Best Supporting Actor and America Ferrara as Best Supporting Actress, but do not give Margot Robbie a nomination? I, I mean, I do understand that uh, controversy because I mean, Ryan Goslin should not be in the Best Supporting Actor category. I'm sorry. Just I, I look at the list and I see, you know, Best Actor, and I'm like, you know what? There's really not a controversy, although there is one for that one, uh, with Leo not getting a nod for Killer of the Flower Moon. But, I mean, who are you going to take off that list? I mean, it's just, it's that simple. Uh, best Actress. Um, let's see. You can make a case for Margot Robbie, but it's a pretty strong list, so I couldn't see it at all. However, Best Supporting Actor. I am not convinced that you couldn't take Ryan Goslin off of this at all. And as far as America Ferrara getting a Best Supporting Actress, that was a little interesting because she was not nominated for any of the other of the award shows. So for her to jump in there and not get Margot Robbie at least a Best Actress nomination. All right. So again, Barbie, again, not getting 
the respect from Hollywood. Uh, again, now this is a men versus woman type argument. And, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult. It is such an original movie, but it's not everybody's cup of tea. It really isn't because, you know, Barbie is an action figure doll. It is a woman, you know, encompassing the all-American woman from years gone by. So I understand where people are like, well, it made all this money and, and so on. And, you know, the director should have gotten a nod for, for having a movie that just basically made a ton of money. But looking at the best director category, uh, you could say you could take at least one of them out and put her in, but you know, ultimately, is she really going to win it? Uh, that's pretty strong. There's two real strong category uh, candidates in that category, so I'm just not sure if she can win that, even if she was in it. Then, in the best documentary category, there were two big snubs apparently in this category. American Symphony and Beyond Utopia and still a Michael J. Fox story was left out of that category. Meanwhile, in the animated category, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was left off of there. And they put in a couple of the movies that I'm not even sure that should have been nominated, but against, and again, I'm not going to give anything away, but there's two really strong candidates in there already. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a very good movie i wasn't expecting much uh the animation style was really good so maybe it does have a case uh over a couple of these also two directors were left off of the best director list so not only was greta gerwin for barbie left off the list but bradley cooper was also he wrote directed and starred in maestro he did get a nomination for best actor but he was left off of the best director, also Alexander Payne for Holdovers, which made a lot of money and has won a lot of awards during the award season. So you can make a case there because as far as I could tell, uh, Zone of Interest and Anatomy of Fall could have probably been left out of the director's category. Just saying. So also two movies that underperformed in the Oscar nomination that is surprising is The Color Purple and may december um i will say one thing about the color purple it was an amazing movie when it was original and i understand hollywood loves to remake and re-update reboot as they say movies but do we really need another one i'm just not sure uh, again the original one was really really good and i'm sure i will get to see this one and maybe say the same thing but right now i just don't see where you know, people are like, well, it should have been more nominated. Well, it is a remake or a reboot of an original movie that was actually very, very good. And it won a lot of awards back in 1986. Uh, Best Actress was Whoopi Goldberg at the Golden Globes. Uh, Blue Ribbon Award for film was Steven Spielberg. Uh, Directors Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directing was also Steven Spielberg. So again, it won some awards. But it was nominated and did win a bunch of awards. So so there you go. There's your Razzie and Oscar nominations for this year. And again, I have seen a lot of these movies. I will have seen all of these movies before I make my uh, 
final decisions and predictions when we do that. Uh, right now, the DraftKings has on their website right now odds for the Oscars. And like I said in my previous podcast the year before, uh, I if I had stuck to my guns and actually wanted to bet on the Academy Awards last year, I would have done really well. So I'm hoping that maybe this year I'll actually go through with this and actually do this and see how well I do. All right, now on to some movie news. We have an update on Civil War, uh, the movie I was talking about from A24. Uh, It is moving up from its original April 26th date to April 12th. And this is kind of funny and kind of sad at the same time, but they wanted to move this up before the presidential election and all this other stuff because they feel like in a actual civil war if donald trump wins the primary look i know this is you know complete and utter you know political garbage but again moving a movie up about civil war in america i mean that's just clickbait stuff and i bid on it so you're welcome Also, we've got an update on Argyle's uh, first weekend at the box office, and it uh, wasn't very good. This is a really good cast, so I will be seeing this film, but not in a hurry to see it now. Even though, again, an amazing cast, so this movie must not have much going for it other than a cast. Also, Netflix has also released first images for a movie called The Union. It's starring Mark Wahlberg and Halle Berry. Also, J.K. Simmons will be in it. Jackie Earl Haley. Jessica DeGroo. Sorry if I mispronounced that. So not much is known about this movie, but there will be a trailer very soon, either by Netflix release or on the YouTube, where I usually get all my movie trailers. And it is official that Jim Carrey is back for Sonic the Hedgehog 3, which will be released on December 20th. Again, I'm not sure we really need another Sonic movie, but apparently it has made a boatload of money, so I guess there's a need for a Sonic movie. We have an update on a new project that Taka Wadi, he is famous for... Uh, Free Guy and some of the Thor movies and he also uh, did Jojo Rabbit. He's got Jenna Ortega and Amy Adams to sign on to this movie called Clara and the Sun. Based on a sci-fi book, a robot girl is made to prevent teenagers from feeling lonely in their lives. Um, I don't know. Sounds like Megan 2.0 which I know I think I heard a rumor about that movie coming out, but it just basically sounds like a bigger Megan. So maybe once we get a little bit more information on this movie and maybe even a trailer, uh, maybe it will look completely different. But right now, it just sounds like another Megan. Brad Pitt will be working alongside Quentin Tarantino 
in his next movie called The Movie Critic. Uh, not much is known about this just yet, but I would assume Quentin Tarantino will take shots at movie critics. That's uh, basically what I would think that would be. But once we get more information, we will bring it to you. I do love Tim Burton, but I just saw this news about him wanting to do a remake of The Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Um, again, Hollywood really needs to stop this. We do not need to go back and reboot every movie or every cheesy movie just because you can. It's just another, I don't know, it, it's it's... Can we get some more original stuff or can we get some sequels and not remakes or or even some prequels like it's i don't know it's just kind of insane to think that we need to go all the way back and redo attack of the 50-foot woman but that's just my opinion and we'll find out more obviously as time goes on Here's an interesting bit of news. So Pamela Anderson, Dave Bautista, Jamie Lee Curtis will star in Gia Coppola's The Last Showgirl. It is uh, very interesting to see that all those dynamics in one movie. You've got Jamie Lee Curtis, who is an amazing actress. You have Dave Bautista, who's going to be red hot this year after Dune 2 comes out. And other projects, like he's been actually very good in almost all of his films uh you know whether he's doing drama or comedy uh, he did really well with m night Shyamalan's knock at the cabin and many other movies too like he, obviously he was really good in guardians of the galaxy as drax uh so we'll definitely miss him and guardians will miss him as well along the way but maybe he'll show up in the mcu at some point again uh pamela anderson hasn't been relevant in a long time uh, so this is going to be a very interesting uh, film what we know of this film is Pamela Anderson is a old showgirl who has to figure out what to do with herself after being fired after 30 years in Vegas and how to mend her relationship with her daughter no release date yet on this film but uh, it has wrapped production but has not set a release date or whether it will be straight to video or straight to on demand or it will be in the theater so we'll keep you posted on that but i just thought it was a very interesting dynamic cast where you've got a former wrestler who is kind of going through all of the genres basically and you've got jamie lee curtis and pamela anderson i mean again pamela anderson really has been relevant in a long time so this should be uh, interesting to find out how this movie goes. A trailer for Netflix's uh, Damsel with Millie Bobby Brown has come out, uh, where she is no damsel in distress in this one. Uh, she looks like a badass. Netflix is banking on her stardom with Stranger Things to help this movie out. It has also brought in Angela Bassett, Robin Wright, and Nick Robinson in this movie as well. So this does look uh, pretty badass, and uh, hopefully it will do well on Netflix. Speaking of 
Speaking of Netflix, we have more of an update on Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. I'm not sure why it just doesn't say Axel Foley, but or just Beverly Hills Cop 4. I mean, that's basically what it is. Uh, so we do know it is coming out uh, this year. We also now know more of well, who the cast will be. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be in it. Uh, Judge Reinhold and John Ashton are coming back, along with Paul Reiser, Bronson Pinchot, and Kevin Bacon. So this movie, um, going right to Netflix, you know, again, we don't know much about this, but that cast, I mean, who knows what this is going to look like. Hopefully we'll get a trailer or a release date very soon. Uh, I just found it very interesting that uh, the original uh, cops that were alongside him, uh, also Paul Reiser, who was uh, trying to help Axel when he went to California, and Bronson Pinchot uh, as Serge. Um, so, again, it's the, it should be interesting. Hopefully, again, uh, we'll get some more uh, news or trailers soon. And lastly, in movie news, uh, let's see. I don't know uh, wh- when this became a thing, but it's becoming more and more relevant now that every childhood book is now becoming a horror film. We had Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which is part of the Razzies. Uh, probably this one will wind up there as well. Alice in Terrorland. Um, again, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we taking children's books and making them villainous monsters? Uh, I don't know much about this, but it is coming out soon. Um, but I, I read this and I'm like, again, I haven't seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey yet, but I will. Uh, what was one? The other movie that came out or coming out is Steamboat Willie, uh, a horrifying Mickey Mouse movie. <laughs> again, what are we doing? What are we doing? Now we got Alice in Terrorland. Uh, again, when I get more information on this, but uh, I found it very interesting that we continue to do this. You know, I, I understand that, you know, there's a genre out there, I guess, of for these type of movies. Uh, we had Five Nights at Freddy's, which is a little bit different because that was based on a video game, a very popular video game. And I must say, I took... Uh, my girlfriend, my son, and his girlfriend to see it. Never see a movie with a bunch of teenagers. Uh, they never... It's it's amazing. Uh, we missed probably most of the movie because they were screaming or jumping in on things from the game because they knew what it was. Uh, at least, you know, I can watch it again on Peacock right now and actually see it. Uh, Matthew Lillard was really good in it. Josh Hutchinson was uh, the lead actor in it. So, um, again, I I didn't know much about the game, but uh, the movie was actually pretty okay. But again, Winnie the Pooh, Steamboat Willie, and now Alice in Terrorland. And there's probably a few I missed along the way that I just don't even want to remember. But it cannot be good. It can't. I mean, these movies just can't. So this might be a leader in the clubhouse for next year's Razzies. And finally, lastly, I do want to talk about the passing of Carl Weathers at 76. Uh, What an icon uh, to me. He was the epitome of Apollo Creed. And he was such a great actor. 
Uh, he was also in Predator alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was in Happy Gilmore, uh, uh, Chubbs Peterson, the golf pro. Uh, I mean, it was just amazing. I actually got to meet him at the Rhode Island Comic Con uh, some several years ago. Uh, he was actually a player for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, we had talked about that. Uh, we also talked about Rocky. We also talked about Happy Gilmore. He was a really, really, really nice guy. And it is sad to see that, you know, he passed away at the age of 76. And uh, all I got to say is keep punching Apollo. But there is one last thing. All right. So this weekend's box office uh, premiere will be Lisa Frankenstein as Diablo Cody's uh, director this movie so it uh, should be pretty decent it's gotten pretty good reviews so far so when limited release out of darkness this was one of my top uh, 25 movies that i listed i'm going to be looking forward to whatever theater shows this movie and i will go definitely see this movie all right so thank you very much for tuning in this week and i hope that you continue to do so obviously this is uh, still a work in progress and i'm hoping that it is working on you guys to come back every single week um, i will not preview next week's show i've got a lot of shows that i'm trying to record at the moment uh, so i'm not sure which order i want to bring them out in so as they say on tv tune in next week for another exciting episode of the movie geek goodbye for now and hope to see you at the movies Next time. Bye. Waiting for you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs>